Mud Stories, Episode 81. Your mercy floods my tired soul as you lift me out of my muddy hole. You wash me up with your sweet grace and you lead me to a safer place Hi, my name is Jackie Watkins, your host, and you're listening to Mud Stories, a podcast dedicated to bringing you inspiration in your muddiest moments, hope to make it through your mud, and encouragement for you to know that you are never alone. Hey friend, I am so glad you're with me today, and today I am not bringing you an interview. There's a few things that I'm going to be changing up with the podcast, and I need some more time to make those changes, and so thank you for grace, but I did want to come and talk with you for a little bit about a topic that I think is one that I've received questions about and one that I thought might encourage you today, and that is the topic of forgiving ourselves, because a lot of times we have mud that we're walking through because of choices that we've made, because we've decided to do things or become involved in things or think on things that aren't the best for us. And while many of us have understood and received the grace that's offered to us through the redemptive work of Christ on the cross, and we have accepted God's mercy for the salvation of our own hearts, we have a really hard time forgiving ourselves. I know for me, in my own mud story, which I share with you in episode 61 of this podcast, I know for me, that was something that was really, really hard for me, and it's something that took me a lot of years to work through, and I don't want that to be the case for you, and if I can share just a few little things that might help you along in your journey, I would love to do that. But before we get into that topic, there's a few things I wanted to share with you. First of all, I was so blessed to be interviewed by my friends Trey and Melody Lovern. You may remember they were guests on episodes 63 and 64. They share their mud story. It's an incredible story. Anyway, they were so gracious to invite me to be on their podcast which is called the Undone Redone Podcast. And they talk about life being messy and that we need to bring our boots. And so I'm going to put a link to those episodes. You can find them at undoneredone.com or if you search iTunes for the podcast Undone Redone Podcast. And I'm on their episodes 77 and 78. And it was just, I'm just so thankful that they were willing to hear and share my story. So if you want to If you want to hear that, you can go check that out. I'll have links in the show notes. Also, I received the input from the surveys you sent to me. Thank you so much for those of you who filled those out. And I'll be in touch soon with the winners of the two Amazon gift cards and the Skype call with me. And so there are some changes that I want to make. And one of those is I'm working on selecting some new music for the podcast. And I've recorded a few interviews this week, and uh, I have some exciting things coming. And so thank you for patience and grace. It's just going to be you and me today talking about forgiveness. And I just wanted to give you a heads up about that. And so you didn't wonder, why isn't there an interview coming today? So I hope you all had a great week. I wanted to address this issue of forgiving ourselves because I think it is uh, something that trips us up and hangs us up from living a life full of joy and full of hope and a reassurance in knowing that God is good and he's with us and how he can redeem all things. And I think we can grasp uh, his forgiveness, but I think it's hard for us to forgive our own selves. And so I have a few thoughts on that. I know 
Um, There are examples in Scripture of people who had made some choices that were difficult and hard, and yet God was so faithful to use them and their story and redeem it. And so I think one of the reasons it's hard for us to forgive ourselves is because we haven't really absorbed the depth of the grace that's given to us from God. I think sometimes we get on that wheel of trying harder and checking off our to-do lists and trying to do what we think is going to make God happier with us. And really, what's important is that we cherish God's forgiveness more than I think we sometimes do. I think we we understand that he's forgiven us, but then we don't really believe that it really is good enough. You know, God forgives us specifically for the things we ask him to forgive us for. His forgiveness is instant. He instantly and immediately forgives our sins. We don't have to beg and grovel for God to forgive our sin. He he offers his forgiveness freely to us with no cost to us. You know, Jesus paid for our sin on the cross. We are released from the power of sin in our lives. And when God looks on us, he sees the righteousness of Christ and the righteousness of Christ never changes. So no matter what we do or don't do, God sees Christ. He sees Jesus and we are free and forgiven. And his forgiveness is complete. Our past, our present, our future, it's all paid for. God never throws something back at us. Uh, There are no limits to God's forgiveness. He has paid for it. Um, There is no need for us to pay for it ever again. And yet we have a hard time forgiving ourselves. Cerebrally, we believe in God's forgiveness, but in our hearts, we don't absorb it. And I think that's one of the reasons God asks for us not to willingly choose sin because he knows that our own human hearts have a difficult time forgiving ourselves. And I think you will never be able to forgive yourself until you experience the depth and profoundness of God's forgiveness for your own heart, until you absorb and believe that his forgiveness is enough for you. Because in order for us to forgive ourselves, we have to cherish the forgiveness that God has given us. And if we don't believe that uh, we have been forgiven, then that impedes our process of being able to forgive ourselves. But the truth of it is God has forgiven. He's separated the memory of our sin as far as the East is from the West. He does not remember our sin anymore. Never will he ever bring it up again. And yet we bring up our sin to our own minds again and again and again, like we're in a rut. And what we need to do, just like Colossians 2 says, we need to recognize that God has forgiven us. And then we need to offer that forgiveness to ourselves. But sometimes that requires changing our pattern of behavior, because I think we self-sabotage. You know, Peter, when he was, you know, when he was asked, Peter denies that it's Jesus. He denies that he knows Jesus. And yet, seven weeks later, after the denial that he had, he's preaching to over 3,000 people in Jerusalem after he'd been told not to preach anymore. And he goes from being a coward that's refusing to acknowledge who Jesus is to being, uh, you know, 
a preacher of God's word. Thousands of people come to follow Christ and the boldness that it took to move from a place of shame and denial of Christ to a place of, you know, sharing the gospel news with others. And even in the face of being told by authorities, you know, not to, and eventually, you know, Peter is a martyr who loses his life and yet refuses to die in the same way that Jesus does. Some people say he was crucified upside down because he didn't want to be crucified in the same way as his beloved Christ. You know, that is some commitment to lose your life for your faith and coming from a place of denying Jesus in the beginning. And I think a lot of times we uh, believe we're forgiven, but we don't really cherish that forgiveness. And therefore, we don't change the patterns that have been ingrained in us. You know, God forgives and he has an amazing plan for our lives, but we need to fix our eyes on Jesus instead of our own ongoing sin, our own patterns that trip us up. You know, and we all have one. We all have those things that, you know, whether it's anger or bitterness or, you know, um, selfishness or just we get tempted to blame God that his forgiveness might not have been complete. And that's why, you know, we will pray and ask for something and then he doesn't come through like we'd planned for him to come through. And so then we just say, you know, well, God's disengaged or he's not, you know, with us in the moment. And I think it's so important for us to understand that, uh, you know, there are habits and things that we are ingrained in doing, and we choose those same patterns instead of fixing our eyes on the awesomeness of the forgiveness that Jesus has provided for us through his sacrifice on the cross. I know for me, I was caught up in believing that my sin was so bad that maybe there's a chance that his forgiveness can't cover my sin. And so then I was stuck in a place where I couldn't forgive myself. And I think, um, you know, if we could remember in Isaiah 43, verse 25, it says, I, I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sin. God does not remember our sin. And yet we keep going back to it again and again and again. And it's so important to fix our eyes on Jesus and what he did on the cross and to really cherish the forgiveness that is already ours in Christ. We just sabotage ourselves so much. And so after we do that, we need to move forward and change our old patterns. And, you know, I think Paul is a really good example of this, how, you know, he's written half of the New Testament letters for us to read and grow closer to God and know God's character and know the doctrine of our Christian faith. And yet in his life before, he was arresting Christians. He was torturing Christians. He was killing Christians. And then he had that change where God appeared to him and he was transformed. And then he went on to preach the gospel and to write things like Philippians 3, where it says here, you know, starting in the second half of verse 13, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, you know, behind him was his past of, of being such a persecutor of people who followed Christ, you know, arresting, torturing, killing Christians. That was his goal. And he says in Philippians 3, I'm forgetting what lies behind. And some of us today need to forget what lies behind. Whatever it is that you have done, whatever it is that has happened to you that's made you bitter, whatever mud you're facing that is in a place that you're remembering and fixating on and obsessing over, We need to choose to lay it down today, not one day more to live in that place, but to 
forget what lies behind. And Paul says, strain forward to what lies ahead because God is always going to meet us there in what's ahead. He's going to redeem and restore all of it for him to be glorified and for our hearts to be healed. Paul goes on to say in verse 14, Philippians 3, 14, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And he says in verse 17, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have. You know, we have so many amazing examples in God's word of people who have messed up. And that's the beautiful thing that God did in his word. He didn't just bring people in the Bible who were perfect. He highlights the stories of people who messed up. I mean, Jacob in the Old Testament, he was a liar. Moses had an anger problem. You know, David was a murderer, an adulterer. Uh, Jonah ran away from God and tried to get out of doing what God had asked. And, and Paul, we've talked about Paul, who wrote this passage, who was a torturer and arrester and persecutor of Christians. And yet it's so important for us to forget what lies behind, to accept and cherish the forgiveness that we already have through Christ, and to move forward to what is ahead. Because Paul also wrote in Philippians 2.13, for it is God at work in you to will and work his good pleasure. You know, today you can be happy in him. He can be glorified in your life, no matter what has happened, no matter what you've chosen. You can choose to cherish his forgiveness instead of degrading it with, you know, your selfish, ongoing choices of wallowing and continuing to choose these bad patterns and behaviors. You know, maybe today you need to consider living I'm not even going to say maybe. You do today need to consider living from forgiveness, not for forgiveness. Okay, so you are already forgiven because of Christ. And let's live from that place with happiness and joy and gratitude. Let's choose the future that we want. You know, we don't know what our future holds, but we make choices each and every day that are going to determine our future. And we get to choose who we want to be, who we want to become, and fix our eyes on Jesus and cherish the forgiveness we already have. We do not have to be defined by our past, but we can use our past to define our future because we can keep our eyes on him. God promises to be with us and go before us and go behind us and to redeem each and every mistake, each and every tragedy, each and every place of mud in our lives. He is with us and he has an amazing, beautiful plan in store. There is nothing wasted with God. And so my goal and my desire is that we would stop our excuses and we would move forward with what God has for us, how he wants to use you and your story, how he wants to use all of us and our stories. God forgives our past. He wants to use it for his purpose. He wants to redeem it. And he wants you to tell your story, to share your story, to understand your story. And he wants, you know, he doesn't remove the scars or the consequences of our choices or our tragedies, but he does allow those scars to remain so that he can use our stories to be a demonstration just like the people that are in the Bible, in the stories of the Bible. He'll use our weaknesses and our mistakes to help other people. If we can just cherish the forgiveness that we already have and choose to do for our own hearts what God has already done, 
our lives can be changed. We can stand up and we can walk forward with hope and in God's grace and knowing his mercy is new every every morning. You know, Lamentations 3 says, For the steadfast love of the Lord never ever ceases. His mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. He is a faithful God. And he promises to redeem and restore all things and to work it all for good. Romans 8, 1 says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. We are free. We are free from the condemnation of sin. And so today, as you consider whatever mud it is you're facing, you know, maybe forgiveness is not an issue to you, but I know I'm so thankful to Terry Roberts for her episode last week sharing with us how to forgive, how the Amish chose to forgive, and what lessons she learned. And, you know, it just made me think today of how it is so hard for us to forgive ourselves. And I know I've been in that place. Some of you I've emailed with, I've had phone conversations with some of you about forgiving yourself. And I just wanted to bring a short episode, just me and you, to encourage you, no matter what mud it is you're facing today, if forgiveness is an issue that's hanging you up, I just want to encourage you. God's already done it. He's completed it. You are forgiven. And, you know, if tragedy is something you're you're struggling with, what something has happened to you, for you to choose to forgive as God has forgiven, I really think it's the starting place of being set free. And so maybe today you need to pull out a piece of paper or a journal and you need to make a list. What is holding me back today? You know, sometimes getting it in writing, writing it out so we can see it in black and white can really help us to identify it. And something might occur to you that had never occurred to you before, because I think sometimes it's floating around like a fuzzy, murky mess in our mind. But if we can pause and write it down, what's hanging you up today? What are the patterns that you keep fixating on instead of cherishing God's forgiveness that is already yours in Christ? What is something that uh, is a continual hang up for you? What is holding you back from forgiving that person in your life or from forgiving the situation that you're holding on to or forgiving your own self for the choices you've made? And then what I want you to do is, um, you know, spend some time in some of these scripture passages that I've mentioned today and meditate on them. And let's you know, press on toward the goal in Christ Jesus that we have. And that is to, you know, obey God out of gratitude, not out of obligation, and to choose joy each and every day because of his great love for us. And so as you not only write out what it is that's hanging you up, let's write a few little things, maybe one or two things you could work on, or not even just work on, because I hate that word work on, something you could choose instead of those things, instead of getting hung up on those, you know, fixated ways of thinking, you know, maybe a verse you could commit to meditate on this week and keep in your mind, or some, um, you know, habit you could choose to focus on, or a piece of joy, or something you can be thankful for, or writing down thanks this week, whatever it is. You know, write down and commit to do that this week, to commit to change our way of thinking so that we can absorb and cherish God's forgiveness, choose new patterns, and move forward in allowing Him to use our scars in our past to be an example of his redemption to the world. And I know it's a place that took me lots and lots of years. And so I'm just so thankful you joined me today. And I hope that that offered a bit of hope for you, whatever it is you're facing. My hope for you always is, you know, whatever you're facing, 
that you can find hope. And that's what this podcast is about. And so I'm so thankful you joined me today. I hope it was a little um, jump start to your weekend or your week, whatever time it is you're listening. Thank you again for joining me. Make sure and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I want you to not miss an episode. And then while you're there, if you'd rate and review this podcast, it would be such a blessing to me to uh, I'm just love reading your words and the encouragement that it is. And it helps uh, iTunes show this show to more people. So also I'm praying for you. I'm thankful for you. And I hope you have an amazing week, no matter what mud it is you're facing today, no matter where you've been or what lies ahead. My hope for you is that you would absorb God's forgiveness, that you would cherish it, that you would move forward, allow him to use you and that you would find your grateful song to sing. Have a beautiful day. Never in you ever feels a press upon my mind A pull of shame that leaves me a little bit blind I cannot see beyond the blame And I never will find a way out And then I feel you next to me You lift my head to see Your strong arm reaches to me Your mercy floods my tired soul as you lift me out of my muddy hole. You wash me up with your sweet grace and you lead me to a safer place again. I never in you mother feels a press upon my that leaves me a little bit blind I cannot see beyond the blame And I never will find a way out And then I feel you next to me You lift my head to see Your strong arm reaches to me Your mercy floods my tired soul as you song